All right, should we just get the ball rolling? Bum, 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 bum. Let's get the ball rolling with week two of the PFP, the Pipeline Fantasy Pod. I am your host, one of your hosts, Grant Whittington, owner of Grant's Guys Got Game. I thought my team name was Grant's Good Guys Got Game, and I realized like 10 minutes ago that I actually didn't have the word good in there, so I'm just Grant's Guys Got Game. I am joined today with the co-host, Commissioner Jacob Eric Gaines. Jake, what's up? How you doing, Grant? And Happy we also day. have a special, special guest. Hey, everyone. It's uh, Nick Schraffenberger, owner of the Homoerotic Acid Trippers. Um, it's an absolute honor and pleasure to be on the pod. Super stoked to have you, Nick. Um, did you want to give like a brief, a brief roundup of, of why you're here, what your team is? Yeah, the Acid Trippers, uh, you know, they're one of the original franchises. Um, Made it all the way to the finals last year on the backs of some really good quarterback play from Deshaun Watson, Rodgers, Drew Brees, and some uh, bully running backs, Derek Henry and Leonard Fournette. Uh, unfortunately, things have taken a turn, and uh, it seems that the team is destined for a uh, maybe not a last place finish, but but towards the bottom. And I think a lot of the players on my team are the older players are nervous they're not going to be around much longer. <laughs> yeah, zero three start this year after uh, Grant's good guys. God, Grant's guys got game took him down this past week. Um, not the start that you were hoping for, but you seem to be in full sell mode, as evidenced by the trade that you made with Jacob. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get more into it later, yeah. but uh, it was uh, it was a shame to see uh, one of the originals uh, go off to the commissioner. But I think it was the right move for my team and. Uh, yeah, I'm ready for a new phase, a new era. One of the originals going off to the commissioner. Can you specify what the originals means? <laughs> uh, well, I consider the originals players that were drafted before I actually entered the draft room. Uh, so that would be Derek Henry. <laughs> well, did you did you draft did you draft anyone in the draft room, or did um, did ESPN draft for you because you were a little busy with your uh, your your girlfriend at the time? Um. You know, there's really no comment on that, but I will say I was late to the draft. Um, you know, lucky for me that 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 gifted me Derek Henry, uh, Julian Edelman. I can't remember who else was was there. Maybe Robert Woods as well. Um, sure. All the quarterbacks, I believe. Yeah, I think I drafted all the quarterbacks. I, I got in and realized we had a two QB league and uh, needed to get going on that. Um, Came woefully unprepared to the draft. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I was ready. Out. Yeah, I mean, I was ready, but. Uh, yeah, things got in the way. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a long journey, you know, the acid trippers. I mean, I, I don't know if you know too much about the name, but I think Will might be the only other one, another owner in the league of, uh, the Chubb daddies or Chubb daddy rather. And, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was a journey that we went on together and we'll just say that Chubb daddy was out in full force. <laughs> All right. Well, nothing, no real comment on that one. <laughs> um, what city do you think the trippers would do best in? Oh, Denver. Denver. 
That's a good yeah. one. Or so, somewhere, or, somewhere no, like I think you should just call them the Boulder Trippers. Boulder Trippers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, they're from Boulder. Got well, it. like that could also be a play on mm-hmm. hiking. It could like be. if you're if you're walking and then you know a boulder comes out of nowhere and you trip over it. You could also be the field trippers. <laughs> oh, so one, f- what? the field trippers. Yeah, there's probably okay. a town in like Iowa called Field. <laughs> so while we have you on the pod, we might as well jump right into the trade reaction. We had three blockbuster trades. Grant, I think we should start off with your Dawkins trade. Grant's good guys. Grant's guys got game traded. His first round pick, second round pick, and. Noah Fant, who he acquired from me previously, uh, for Cam Newton and Chris Carson from Dobkin's team. Uh, I yep. root for injuries. And I guess and Grant, wow, him rooting for injuries really was just bit me in the arse with the Chris Carson uh, he seems, gator seems like he's going to go fun. But uh, yeah. you want to just – okay, your perspective, Grant, what, what were you thinking when you were making that trade? All right, my who perspective who, was how to go down. My perspective was I knew that Dobkin was on the sell train, right? And oh my gosh, Kirk Cousins. I have two quarterbacks rostered at the time, one of them being Kirk Cousins, who just gave me genuinely negative points. So I was pretty desperate for a quarterback. I was about to go four tight end set legitimately, sub Kirk Cousins for either Mo Alley Cox or even Jack Doyle, who put up a, a goose egg this week. So that was a good call. Um so I just needed depth at the quarterback position. And also, I mean, we can go through my injured running backs. I have CMC, Lev Bell, Tariq Cohen was just uh, injured this past week, ACL tear. And my, my, my running backs were just decimated. Zach Moss was out. I needed bodies fast at the running back position, especially playing Schraff, who I find, who I found beatable. No offense, Schraff. Um, and wins are hard to come by in this league. So if you find a matchup, and you think that there's, you know, some urgency to it, then you got to make the deal. So getting Cam Newton, who was at the top of his game, I knew I bought him high, but he was going to be sold to a team regardless because I knew Jason was eager to uh, to get rid of him. So really happy to have Cam on my roster. Didn't perform that well this week, actually. Was outperformed by Kirk Cousins. But, uh, yeah. And I gave up notably Will's second round pick also, which will be a higher pick than my Ooh. second round pick. So J- Jason's probably looking at a, a mid to late first for my pick and an early second, as well as Fan, who could be a cornerstone tight end for years. So um, I think and Jason yeah. got good return, but I, I'm really happy with my, my win now buy. Yeah, those just so those are clearly win now buys with yeah. Cam Newton and Chris Carson on the last years of their deal. So not a whole lot of certainty moving forward past this year. It'd be a real shame if the league year got suspended, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, that's yeah. Cool. Didn't really didn't really factor that one in. Also, Carson's a, a a tough case because I mean he's he balls out, but also you never know with uh, Pete Carroll's offense. It's just, it feels like he fumbles once and he could be, you know, riding the pine. So there's a lot of next guys up and I'm, I'm actually really worried about the injury because of that. I could totally see Carlos Hyde taking over um, and even Travis Homer, right? That's his name. Yeah. I can really see Travis Homer taking over. Oh yeah. He's a a total grand slam. (laughs) I I will say Cam and Carson both, I test wise look like they're they're very good players. So big, big eye test guy. Give, give I love, me, give I love me data. The eye test. Give me data. I'll throw it away. 
I'll I just I want to see it, you know? If they look like good football players, then, you know. Also, I had absolutely no idea that Cam Newton's avatar or profile pic, his hair is like, he might be six foot four listed. His hair makes him six <laughs> ten yeah. in, in his avatar. It's absolutely wild. Had no idea his dude was that ferocious. And um, I, so uh, I also yeah. wanted to talk about, talk about a couple things. So, oh, here we this go. Trade, this trade was angry. going down. This trade was going down. Uh, it went down Thursday. Uh, as a matter of fact, Jason Dobkin reached out to me that day as well, asked if I had any interest in Cam. Uh, and of course, I'm a I'm a Patriots fan. And I'm, I'm also – I significantly lack playmaking talent at the quarterback position. I'm, I'm sitting with the likes of Sam Darnold, Gardner, Gardner Minshew. No, Sam, dude, Sam Darnold, had, Sam Darnold had three touchdowns last week. Just yeah, two, of, three, two of them were to the Colts. Team. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was desperate for a win-now kind of quarterback, so I was very interested in Cam Newton. And I don't know what you guys think about trade etiquette, but – I was in discussions with with Dobkin for Cam Newton, and he said, "Yeah, let me get back to you about it." Because he said, "I'm I'm also talking with a Cam and Carson trade." So I was like, "Okay, like get back to me with you know if you want to keep keep talking." And then he just pulls the trigger on this trade without even running it by me first, which is mm. unbelievable trade I'm, I'm quite happy about I'm it because he, he could have rode the price up higher. I mean, yeah, it's just honestly, it's it's just. You know, a little bit, a little bit disrespectful. I urge all of you out there to, you know, practice some some good trade etiquette and, you know, make sure you respect the owners that you're that you're uh, trading with. Because subtweet Jason Hopkins. Real. So we're in week two. This is after week two. Week two. How Jason Dobkin just put up 170 points the week before on in week two. He's got Dak Prescott, Cam Newton. Balling yeah. out. Michael Thomas. This, is, good, this Chris, is a good question. And I'm wondering how at week two, you're really, especially in a league that we said, you know, anybody can make the playoffs here. Mm. How can you just say, I'm ready to sell right now after he's got, like Michael Thomas is only out for a couple weeks and he already won on one of those weeks. You know what I mean? Like and how his can team's you just... really, his team's really not lacking youth either. I mean, Austin Eckler's 25. Actually, shout out Austin Eckler. Same exact birthday as me, May 17th, 1995. I'm not Robinson's sure what hospital he was born at, but if we were both born in Prince Frederick, that's, that's pretty weird. We could have been switched at birth too. So I could be, I could be Austin Eckler. <laughs> could be. Yeah. You got to get a little bigger. He's like, yeah. he's like a, a buck 80 which means I still need to get bigger. Yeah, um, maybe maybe um, Dobkin can, can enlighten us, but, yeah, I don't really see how he sold either. I mean, he's got Austin Eckler, James Robinson, both young running backs, and easily could have traded one of those, you know, either Cam or Carson for, you know, another great receiver and really rounded it out. Like, I just don't see. He also, he also has quarterback depth. I mean, he didn't he know Nick Foles, Foles now. Was gonna start. Yeah, I didn't know Nick Foles was going to start. But well, he eventually he knew. acquired their car. So, like – he had pieces. The pieces were there for a hundred percent a contending playoff team. So yeah. to me it just seems like a little bit early to pull the trigger and it well, started maybe, maybe, the domino effect that I wasn't stuff. ready for. Yeah, I didn't want to put that in his head, but I, I totally agree with you. I think he may have he may have sold a little well, early. He we'll could use those pieces to buy still. He can use those pieces to buy. That's that's another thing. And we can go into his uh, we'll go into his matchup later. But uh 
I just wanted to, to throw that out there because it just seems like seems like the whole buy sell process yeah. got started yeah. a little early. I mean, what happens if Cam Newton, Grant? What happens if Cam Newton or Chris Carson got hurt? Like, you're really ready to buy them week two when you don't even know if they're going to be available for your playoff run? Oh, I don't. Are you <laughs> criticizing my decision to buy? Well, no, it's the same thing. It's just it's it's not. I mean, it's not necessarily the decision to buy. It's the decision of when to buy. Yeah, but it's it's also win now to get to the playoffs since it is such a competitive league. I mean, I, I was facing, you know, the barrel of a gun. I said that ep, ep one also, but yeah, I it mean, just feels like it, it, like it was urgent because of the injuries that yeah. befell me. Grant could have so. easily lost this week. Uh, I guess that's fair. That's a, that's a good point. I guess that's a good point for me. But it was a general question. Yeah. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to trade. You well, you mentioned the dominoes. So let's move along to you and Shraff's trade and what the thought process was there. Asked Shraff if he wanted. It was interested in trading Derrick Henry, and he uh, appeared interested because he responded immediately. Uh, <laughs> Thirsty Shraff. Gotta let him sit on it, man. Yeah, we uh, we came to a deal where. I received Derrick Henry and Traff's third round pick, which should hopefully be pretty high. Um, and in return, I gave him Cortland Sutton, who is on the IR for the rest of the year, Debo Samuel, who should be coming back off the IR, and my first round pick next year. Um, which will be a late first. Yeah. I mean, you never know. That's a mid, mid to late know. first. I mean, it's <laughs> mid, a lot ho- for a hopefully mid, to, hopefully mid to late first. So there's a couple of other considerations involved, but that's the crux of it. Yeah. Shraff, your take. Yeah, I mean, I really, I mean, honestly, I, I didn't want to, you know, Henry wasn't my first piece that I wanted to give up because I knew he was going to be sought after. There'd be lots of people interested. Um, so maybe it was someone I could have had a little bit, you know, for a little bit, just because I think I could have got interest anywhere. Um, there's definitely some other pieces I wanted to get rid of um, that were probably more important, but that's just kind of the way it happened. I mean, I knew, you know, we know how much games loves Derrick Henry. And uh, I think, yeah. you know, I was really, really after CeeDee Lamb. That was my, my target from him. Um, it was really a first and CeeDee Lamb was my goal. Um, but, you know, when he offered Sutton and Tebow Samuel, I think I'd still rather have CeeDee Lamb, but, you know, that's just kind of how trades go down. Um, admittedly, I was watching highlights of CeeDee Lamb and not of Cortland Sutton and Debo Samuel. Um, and I kind of took them without even watching their tape, which is a move. Um, have you watched nervous. tape since? I have watched tape since. Um, you know, Debo Samuel's play style is a little injury prone. He's got that little Heinz Ward in him. Um, likes to run into people. Um, Cortland Sutton, I feel good about. But, you know, it's uh, a, lot of, a, lot of mouth, a lot of mouths to feed also. Yeah. I mean, we, we all know Derek Henry. You know, I'm, I'm really glad he came and produced for the team right away. Um, you know, probably important for Gaines and his win this week. I don't think he wins without having Derrick Henry on his team. So I don't. So that's uh, yeah. a huge, a huge boon for. Well, him. unless you traded for Jeff Wilson, Jeff Wilson bought out too. Yeah, he also could trade. I, for I Jeff wouldn't. Wilson. I he would was not have won Gaines, Gaines, Jeff Wilson for a first mistake. Should should have done that deal. I yeah. have he wouldn't have had to. Th- he wouldn't have had to throw in Corlin Sutton or Debo Samuel to do that. <laughs> straight up. Straight up. Nick, I'm not gonna lie. I'm Corlin Sutton and Debo Samuel are two players. So when I came into when we came into our startup, Corlin Sutton was the one guy that I needed to have on my team because I was in another dynasty league and I didn't get him. And he was my biggest regret was not buying him. So he was definitely somebody that I really wanted, and he's the only share that I had was in this league. Um, 
and Debo Samuel, as many people know, is my uh, who's my flag plant rookie last year. I have Debo everywhere in the world that I could possibly have Debo. So <laughs> yeah. it was Amazing. kind of it was kind of tough to, for me but, to give up. But it was it. I, mean, I love, but I, yeah, the asking I price was Derek high, but you got rid of a lot of your wide receiver depth for much needed running back power. Yeah. So, all right, let's move along to the last trade, um, which also included a first rounder. So all three trades this week included a first rounder. RJ gave up Michael Gallup, who had an amazing game actually, and Robbie Anderson for a first rounder to Steve McCollum. So that first rounder will likely also be a mid first rounder, right? Mid, mid to late. Probably mid, mid to late. Yeah, he's sitting at two and one. RJ's clearly in full rebuild mode, had a lot of wide receiver depth. So I I like the return here for both teams, honestly. McCollum filled a much needed just depth issue in general. He really had absolutely no bench players, no plug and play guys. Um, gets a pretty solid, I mean, immediately Gallup and Robbie Anderson were thrust into McCollum's starting lineup, which led to the victory. So, um, yeah, I like the deal for McCollum. I like the deal for RJ. He had to get rid of him. Uh, I think, I think the return's going to be way better for RJ in this one. I mean, he's getting a first rounder that could be anywhere between, I mean, three to, to nine, I guess, but probably around, you know, five, six. And I mean, McCollum's not getting a wide receiver who should be starting on any contender, probably. I mean, no, maybe, maybe Michael Gallup, but like, I mean, I don't know. None of those I don't guys. Know. Robbie Anderson has been heavily, heavily targeted by Bridgewater in the first few games. I watched the the Panthers almost exclusively <laughs> because yeah. of CMC. And now, now my, my bowling ball, Mike Davis and Robbie Anderson is, is really looking good. So, yeah. I mean, I agree. It's more of like a loner, uh, but because you don't know the sustainability of Robbie Anderson's production, but um, yeah, I don't. When, you, you, your first reaction to this was, "Wow, I need to do deals with Steve more." And my reaction was not that actually. I like the deal for Steve a lot. I think in a vacuum, this isn't a bad deal. Um, Michael Gallup, I feel like gets a forgotten rap because they drafted CD Lamb, but the dude's talented. He had put up a thousand yards last year. He's only twenty-four, and Steve. Sure seriously lacked youth at wide receiver. He's got Adam Thielen, Jameson Crowder. You know, he's got older, older receivers. He didn't have a lot of young receivers. So I think Michael Gallup's a good get, but yeah. looking at Steve's team, his biggest we his biggest issue is quarterback. He needs to figure out how to get another quarterback. And I think getting rid of that first is tough for him because that could have been a, a quarterback pick. So yeah. in order to get to why, so I don't, I don't love the trade for Steve, but I don't, I don't hate it either. I guess. Yeah, like. that's a good point with the QB depth. Yeah, but, sorry, Steve. Maybe I overlooked Gallup. He's, uh, he's younger than I remember. Because it also looks like Justin Herbert. It's, it's his job at this point, even with Tyrod. Yeah, so he, yeah, so Steve has Tyrod. He's got Philip Rivers, who's, I don't know what, what his shelf life is, but he's got to figure out a way to, and he got Jared Goff with for Aaron, Aaron jo- in the Aaron Jones deal, which I think was a good start but yeah. he's still, you know, working his way out of that quarterback hole, which is always tough. So it's hard that to do without a first-round pick. Yeah. All right, should we move to the meat of the show? Yeah, let's get <laughs> into – uh... Let's get the meat. Let's love meat. Was that cool or was that a little Dude, What's your favorite kind of meat? <laughs> yeah, I was going to – that's the obvious follow-up. I'm a big, I'm a big uh, Slim Jim guy. 
Oh yeah. I love the I love brown sugar and and weird ingredients in meat. <laughs> Packaged processed meat. No, what? That's not prepackaged, is it? Slingers? No, they're <laughs> like they're pretty organic, right? Slim Jims are like the definition of processed meat, right? Uh, well, I mean, maybe that's, packaged in. I, I think you're thinking of Slim James. Slim Jims are much healthier. You had different childhoods. My, my bad. All right, <laughs> may need to cut some of the fodder. <laughs> All right, um, let's kick off the week three hasty reactions. Important adjective because last week I think we talked about each matchup for about seventy-two hours. So we're going to try to keep it. I'd say five minutes is a pretty good time for each matchup. All right. First matchup we're going to talk about is Jason versus Sheree. So someone take it away while I navigate to that because I have no idea who even won. All right. So Jason versus Sheree. This is, so, <laughs> this is a funny one here. So Jason put up 154 points uh, and he beat Sheree. And Jason was the highest scorer of the week. Oh, my gosh, he week. was. He was the highest scorer of the week. Shout out to Jason Dobkin, the seller. The seller, Jason Dobkin, uh, who did not start a kicker, which is uh, it's not allowed. It's illegal. But uh, I guess that we're going with the uh, – no Yeah, he was showing some mercy uh, on his beatdown, which is fair. <laughs> uh, but – He's, he put up the most points on the backs of uh, James Robinson, Austin Eckler, and, and Dak, really. Um, wow. Yeah, I mean, his, his top three guys, Dak, Austin Eckler, James Robinson, each scored above 25 points. Um, that's a really good core right there. I mean, something to note is his team was projected to score under 100 points, which is pretty hard to do. I mean, I don't even know if RJ's teams are, are yeah. getting projections that low. So he outkicked his coverage by 55 points. That's a uh, without a kicker. Hopefully not. And, and, and Shrey's team, on the other hand, was projected at 134.2. Again, don't have the numbers in front of me. Rarely do. I would call this the biggest upset in PFP history. PFP is Pipeline Fantasy Pod. That's not what I meant to say. In Pipeline Fantasy Football history, right? This has. And you're to putting be. you're putting some disrespect on RJ's uh, semifinal run from last year. Yeah, and my my he kicked me out too. Draft last year, yeah, pretty brutal. Um, yeah, this is this is a huge upset, and I infamously had Trey as a uh, top four power ranking team last mm-hmm. week. Big that mistake. will be adjusted after tough this to, embarrassing tough to showing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, he, he, Deontay Johnson got uh, what concussed mid game. That's got to hurt. Yeah, point total. yeah ha- had to see that coming though, right, Shrey? He's reckless. Yeah. He loves slants, man. He does love slants. Linebackers lick their guy. lips. Linebackers have chapped lips after every Steelers game because they just see Deontay Johnson coming through. So is James Robinson a, a, a locked-in RB2 moving forward? High-end RB2. I mean, it's just a touch total, right? Like if you're getting 17 17- – to 19 touches a game, you're gonna, you're gonna score points. Yeah, and I mean, he, he has some serious so good. Austin Eckler. Does, yeah, he does good Austin work Eckler. with his touches too. Eye test, man. Pass the eye test for me. How do you guys feel about the uh, receivers on Stray's team? 
I mean, they put up uh, a pretty dismal point total this week, but do you think that's, you know, that's what's I mean, going to keep occurring? Or about, is that... Well, he's got Kelsey, too, which people forget when you say receivers. That, true, true. Uh, but he's also got Al- Alvin Kamara, who is A receiver. Incredible. Also. He's yeah. a receiver also, and he's incredible. But you can't, okay, but you can't put those guys at receivers. I'm so down so you can't put there. I'm big time down on Trey's team. I don't have a great outlook on them. I don't like Melvin Gordon. <laughs> Um, especially, I mean, especially, especially while the running back, I mean, while the quarterback's situation there is kind of in flux, you just, I mean, they're going to pack the box. Um, Alvin Kamara, a lot to like, obviously Stafford, Ben Roethlisberger, fine. Travis Kelsey, good. Marvin Jones, not terribly consistent. OBJ, same way, obviously has loads of talent, but the Browns either force feed him and then create turnovers or they just don't find the way to get them ball. So. Yeah. It's all about OBJ for me. It's, I mean, he's talented. I just don't see the Browns are trying to run the ball. I don't know what his upside is theoretically. So I guess the question, so, and then you got two more things on Trey's team. One, his taxi squad, Gabriel Davis, his only, his only taxi squad player coming out of the draft looked great. Yeah. Looks really good. um, I, you got to wonder if he's going to promote him at some point. Um, and then. Well, he got a lot a more looks. He got a lot more looks because of John Brown's injury. John Brown he played. Did, but he's looked good he's every looked, time. He's good reports coming out of camp. He's looked good yeah. so far this year. So. Curtis Samuel also an interesting play because of his involvement in the backfield. He's, he's he did, the, he's the he Carolina Panthers. He's the de facto third down back now, as well as being on the field, almost every play as a slot guy. So 7.2 points, not a great showing, but was in a lot. So like just sheer snap count, you got to like that. Yeah. Also a terrible so, runner. Watched, watched the game <laughs> again. Mike Davis, amazing. Curtis Samuel, like literally got the ball and didn't know what to do with it. So. So is, is Shrey a buyer or a seller right now in your eyes? What would you do if you're Shrey? He's got to do something. That's a good answer, right? That was a political answer prepping he's for the debate. Gotta do, he's got to do something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what do you think, Shrey? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I have interest in this because, you know, I'm potentially selling. I don't think his receivers are consistent enough to be, you know, a contender for this year until that gets sorted out. I and mean, maybe that's Gabriel Davis becomes a starter, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, you just got a bunch of guys who aren't going to score, you know, he doesn't have any receivers that are consistently scoring 15 to 20 points and pretty much everyone else has someone who does that. Yeah. I mean, really tough blow. It's hard to mention Shrey's team without mentioning Saquon Barkley's injury. Tough, yeah, tough blow there. Of course it is. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then on the flip side, if you're Jason, are you? <laughs> I know you just sold Cam Newton no, and you Chris Carson. See. Yeah. That he is two and one. He's got. I think he's in third place right now in the stand in the pipeline standings. He is. He's in third. So, are you sure you're not buying? You've got I, two first. You got. You got all this ammo to buy. <laughs> I don't see it. I think he needs to continue a sell, especially gaining. Nick Foles potentially because Nick Foles isn't really the plug and play guy you want. But I don't know who the hell he's going to sell. Who is he going to sell? Oh, he's got young players. Sell Nick Foles. Yeah, His picks. He just picked up two first round and second round pick. Well, I think that's what buyers usually like to buy. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know why you would buy picks and then sell picks for if he's not trying to compete. But uh, all right, we'll move on. Yeah, what's matchup two? What are we working with? It's uh, me and you, Grant. Ooh, let's go. All right. 
this one, it was a good matchup. At one point, you were projected to win by like – at one point, I was projected to win it by like 30. Then I blinked, and you were projected to win by like 15. And I got upset and then was punching air again. And then my team just performed. I had a lot of 4 o'clock guys. Uh, Hopkins, Keenan Allen, Chris Carson. Uh, yeah, those guys. And they Matt just – they oh, no, put up really good numbers. Yeah, Matt Prater also, 14 points. Shout out, Matt Prater. Stickers. People forget Disgusting that Disgusting tattoos. Did you guys see his tattoos? I was shocked. Definitely not the type of guy I would expect to have gross tattoos. <laughs> what, a football player? <laughs> a kicker. But yeah, I guess, kickers, yeah. kickers are football players, too. Yeah, true. Do you think they only hang out with, like, the special team guys, though? Do you think kickers hang out with, like, running backs? If they, if they're bros. Yeah, it's a good point. If they're bros, um, Shraff, you made the matchup a little bit easier. So I thought by trading away Derrick Henry, I made the matchup tougher for you by gaining Cam and Chris Carson. And in reality, that it was the opposite. Actually, I think. Well, Jeff Wilson didn't outscore Derrick Henry, but still put up twenty points. Cam Newton and Chris Carson combined for just about what Kirk Cousins put up. And then I would have been forced to start Naeem Himes or Tariq Cohen. Um, yeah. Yeah, you, would have, you wouldn't have had a better score. I think uh, I wouldn't have started Jeff Wilson if uh, I kept Derrick Henry. Right. I would have made a mistake and, and played Fournette. But, I mean, the takeaway for me is, yeah, I made some key managerial mistakes. Lazard on the bench after starting him last week, not believing in him, starting John Brown, who I benched last week and scored a touchdown. John Brown comes in, calf injury, doesn't play the rest of the game. I mean, I think the thing to take away from me is five receivers who scored at least 18 points. I did start two that scored and combined three, but, you know, a lot of potential. Um, that's not even counting Sutton and uh, Debo Samuel, who are in uh, the IR currently. So, yeah, a lot of hope for me for, for the future, but not so much for the present. And this, I mean, this game solidifies that you are in cell mode, that you are not committing exactly. necessarily to the tank, but you're looking forward to the future. So, uh, yeah. Puts me in a good spot for, for the second pick. Um, and potentially if I can lose next week, you know, I'll start a kicker. Don't worry, games. But, yeah, you know, you're one of You're one of two teams joining RJ as um, the 0-3 squads sitting in the no, center. I, so. I think he's just the one team. Isn't there only two no, teams? No, RJ is also 0-3. Two teams that are 0-3. Yeah, RJ and, and Shraffy. So, um, yeah, John Brown putting up a goose egg while Lazard – 23.4 on the bench would have been the difference maker. Lazard without Devontae Adams playing. Questionable decision there, Shraff. Um, defend yourself. I mean, like I said, I mean, Lazard played <clears throat> played in the last game when um, Devontae Adams went out uh, with the hamstring, and he didn't really see a huge increase in touches. I know they didn't design the game around Lazard um, after Adams went out, but my thinking was this guy's – you know, he's not, they're not going to throw to him every play like they do with Adams and those little out routes to get those five-yard catches every, you know, couple plays. He's kind of a big hitter, um, a big hitter who really isn't that fast. And you see that when he gets tackled up the one uh, for the third time this year. So he's uh, – I didn't believe in him, and you know, but he's young and he's got potential and could be, a, could be a bench player for me for a long time. Oh, that's nice to hear. Lazard, bench player for years to come. Well, when you have Justin Jefferson score 27 points, you know. Justin Jefferson, could be a quick, T, could be a T. Quick Higgins. T Higgins also great, yeah. great showing. So you got two rookie receivers who, yeah, put up great numbers. Yeah, this definitely, past week. 
definitely the takeaway for Schraff is the production from his young receivers. That's got to be a, a good sign. He's got to be feeling good about that. And Drew Brees kind of got his arm back, which was nice. Every He was yeah. like the There's some more dub offs. Yeah. Hey, don't say that, Schraff. I heard, I heard <laughs> that Drew Brees was slinging the ball all over the field. <laughs> This is pretty good last year. He's an attractive win now candidate. He's an attractive win now candidate. I mean, dump offs count the same. You know, there's no there's air yards is not part of our formula. So yeah, that's a good point. I mean, Drew, he gets Drew Brees and Tom Brady, both systems quarterback. You heard it here first. Yeah. When Alvin Kamara catches it and runs seventy yards, it still counts as a passing TD. People, the kickers do matter, folks. <laughs> the spread here was twenty points, and half of that was because Grant's kicker be trashed by 10 points <laughs> yeah Jason Myers I mean Russell Wilson hates field goals dude just scores touchdowns every time he's in, you know, he's in the closing territory he throws in the end zone oh is, Jay, is be... Jason Myers on on drop alert Schraff no no Jason Myers is not on drop alert because Schraff's tanking oh he's a good <laughs> asset yep I mean he's, he's only made a, one field goal a year <laughs> I was gonna say you could pick up Goskowski after week one but now he's the number two kicker in fantasy football which is wild he had like he had six field goals yarders. I mean, Grant, Grant, how happy are you about the way Mike Davis played, you know, with McCaffrey out? Oh, yeah, he, he played electric. He was electric on the field. He was so fun to watch. He actually is yeah, really nimble for a, for a fat dude. He's really nimble. He can, he's like a ballerina. He must have taken some dancing classes at USC or something. That's all I, I got. He was a fairly prominent signing last offseason by the Bears before they drafted David Montgomery. And people actually thought Mike Davis was going to be the starter running back there. Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's nice to see that he's uh, he made the team as CMC's backup and looked pretty good. Yeah, yeah, no, I like him this week. He's he, ESPN ranks him as like the 13th best back, so a high end RB two. I mean, yeah, yeah can't beat great. that from a backup. So yeah, Grant's three and zero. So yeah, Grant's three and zero, sitting you're at in, top. You're in a good good spot. I'm lonely up there. I'm lonely at the top. Not actually. Good thing. Good All right, let's move to the next matchup, which is Steve Arini versus Robert Johns, which is RJ, not Chris Johns. But he, but but RJ is Chris Johns' son, which is yeah. So it, it all makes sense. This was a blowout. A and this 50, was between two teams that traded with each other. Fifty-five so point. Oh, good. Yeah. Nicole bought Michael Gallup and Robbie Anderson, as we discussed, from RJ. Thrust him into action. Michael Gallup put up 23 points. Robbie Anderson. Robbie is Robbie Anderson the wide receiver one in Carolina? I, I, I'm telling you, I again watch the games and DJ Moore is just not looked at at all. I'd say it's Robbie Anderson, Curtis Samuel, then DJ Moore. It's bizarre. That seems off. That seems off to me. It, but but uh, it's not. Just eye test again. Well, <laughs> no data. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, Goodbye I mean, Robbie Anderson season. right now is sitting as the 10th. Uh, best receiver in fantasy football. So, yeah. So Steve put up one fifty. That's two. That's two weeks out of three weeks that he's put up one fifty. And Mostert was out this week. Um, who would normally get get a start? So yeah, true. I mean, and Zach and Dallas Goddard's out now. So Zach Ertz should have boosted value uh, moving forward. So I mean, this listen, scary team. Steve McCollum's team should easily be three and zero. They are two and one with an asterisk, just as my my team is three and zero with an asterisk. So it's a good point um, with the James White situation yeah, last week. Exactly. Um, so yeah. Steve, Steve's team is a force to be reckoned with putting up, as you said, 150 points, two of the three weeks. That's, 
that's tough to match. I really like what he's doing with his roster. I mean, you, you Dalvin Cook, man. Depth, but Dalvin Cook is Ugh. eye test. I mean, eye test. Dalvin <laughs> Cook is the best running back in football. All right, so we got a we got a bury the lead shirt from week one, and we got an eye test shirt from week two. All about eye test. Yeah, I love eye test. Fucking, yeah. What's your What's your vision? My you wear You wear glasses though, right? Eye test. Do you like Do you like, like the optometrist? Do you like going there and seeing like better? Better? The eye, t- the eye test, the actual eye test. Yeah, how do you get, feel about uh, actual eye tests? They're pretty fun. Like, there's nothing yeah. better than being blind and then them having them, like, flip on the things and being like, whoa, I can I see. I can you see. Know? Yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Nice. Eye test. Good. Dalvin Cook, best running back in football. Besides all the other good running backs, right? <laughs> oh, that's great. Also, Jared Goff, underrated. I'm just going to say it now. Yeah, he's Jared been Goff, playing underrated. really well. He's been playing. No one, well. no one gives Jared Goff the respect he deserves, and it might be because of his system and his coach and the playmakers around him. But he's a solid, solid young number one overall NFL pick, you know, asset. So good for Steve. Steve's looking good. Yeah. Wow. Steve has two kickers, both of which contributed 14 points this week. It's a shame he didn't slide Joey Sly in the offensive <laughs> position. <laughs> place. Can you do that? Can you ha- start a kicker as an OP? Great question. Oh, they're not. They're, are they listed under OP as players? I don't think so. No, yeah, I don't think so. they are. Yeah. Yeah. Tough. It's not an offensive player. It's a special teams player. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Oh, that's what OP stands for? Wow. Just come to that. <laughs> uh, Jordan Reed hurt, unsurprisingly, just like Will Fuller's out for the year with that that hamstring again. <laughs> that's a joke. Terry looked really good for for RJ. <laughs> um. Yeah, RJ. So it's nice to Kenny Galladay back. I know RJ is happy that he scored a touchdown, had a pretty good debut because he looks, he looks good too. Yeah, he's he ferociously good. trying to sell him. So, um, as well as Diggs, and Diggs has been incredible this year. Big fan of the Buffalo Bills. Also watched just about every snap of theirs, and Diggs is a huge piece of that offense. So, um, yeah, I'm sure there's going to be people knocking on on RJ's door before you know it. Asking about Diggs and, and Galladay. And also no Justin one, Herbert. I mean, Traff, Jake, you, have, you want to talk about Justin Herbert at all? Did you watch him play? I didn't watch him play. Um, I wasn't a fan of his coming out of college, so maybe he'll prove me wrong, but I don't know. It seems like he's doing all right. Yeah, he, he felt like a Josh Rosen, Sam Darnold type out of college, but he's, I mean, his first two games, one against the, the Chiefs, and he, you know, got the nod about, a minute before game time. Pretty Very impressive. impressive. I, yeah, I watched that game. That was impressive. Yeah. For, yeah. Considering I mean, you've got to beat Carolina, right? At home? At well, home. it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I guess there's no home, I mean, but. Yeah, I mean, that's Daniel Jones. No one's buying Daniel Jones, huh? Nah. Garbage. <laughs> so RJ basically ended up switching Jared Goff for Daniel Jones, theoretically. He, like, side shift, shifted. He got Jordan Love out of it, too, I think, and. Yeah, yeah, I got I mean, Jordan Love also. How are we how are we feeling about RJ's rebuild at this at this moment? I mean, I know you we were talking about it, but I mean, how many pieces right now can he keep? Can he keep keep? Well, he, he has he has the. Three. I mean, like, which one do you see as part of the future of his rebuild? I think the Dan, Daniel Jones Darius Slayton stack is is part of it, but that's not. Yeah. I don't see Darius Slayton being a wide receiver one, so he's got 
I think he's yeah. playing the wait and see approach with Miles Gaskin. Yeah. I, I knocked on his door about Miles Gaskin and he didn't seem interested to make a deal. Um, I feel like Miles Gaskin is a, is a candidate for new running back honest, next year. He doesn't even have anybody to sell. This is, you got Stephon Diggs and Kenny Galladay, but those are also two, like Kenny Galladay is only a 26 years yeah. old. It's only like his third year in the league and might be a cornerstone. They're both 26 turning 27 in November. Stephon Diggs is 26? I, yes. Yep. Wow. I thought he was older than that. Um, uh, he, was, he, was a, he was a freshman. Stephon, I was Stephon a Diggs, yeah, Stephon Diggs is literally in my, in my grade, and I'm 26. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a lot of sense. Nah, I think about it. Jacoby Brissett, 0.68 points past, this past week. Might be a good streamer moving forward. Yeah. He has a first rounder with Steve. He has his own first rounder, which is a top two pick locked. Um, and then he has assets in Diggs and Galladay, which he could easily get first rounders, maybe the first rounders is, plus. The problem four, is so. he doesn't have anybody to build around. So that's, that's the yeah, I mean, he's got, he's got no stars, but I, I don't mind what he's doing. I, I like, I like the moves. He's definitely in the right mindset. That's for sure. Selling Aaron Jones when he did knowing now that Aaron Jones is a freaking monster is, is tough, but no one especially because no he gave up Jerry Judy for rugs like he should have at least right, but gotten he, <laughs> but Aaron Jones also on a contract year and has you know AJ Dillon and Jamal Williams behind him so you just I mean obviously yeah. it, it, he's a bell cow back of course but it may have been more of a temporary move I don't know you know what I'm saying yeah. any Hoosiers let us go to our fourth matchup between Will and Speck, I'd say probably the surprise between that and, J- and Jason and Trey's matchup, the surprise of the week is Will Mont and the Chub Daddies beat originally named Team Speck. Team Speck came into last week as the number two power ranked team. The, uh, the, what is it, the Baltimore Falcons or the Atlanta Ravens? Or is it yeah. Respect the Speck? It's both of them. It's Respect the Atlanta Falcon Raven. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is a total surprise. And Will Will was also hit by injuries. DJ Shark was out. Um, Jalen Rager out. Tevin oh my Coleman gosh, Will, Will has three empty bench spots. Out. I mean, Will started Brandon Ayuk, who, I mean, he yeah. couldn't score very many points before this but, week. But he did, have the, he, he did start the formidable Drew Sample. Ray Sample's distant cousin. cousin. Yeah. I don't. I will say I don't think Willis solved his tight end woes at the moment. Uh, yeah, he's, his tight ends, his three tight ends, com- or four, three. I don't know. They, they combined t- for yeah, less they than a single point. He so. does not have a tight end. If Will, so and I know we were talking buyer sellers. I guess uh, Will's probably not a buy or sell. He's probably a sit pat, considering his his team is youthful as it is. So I don't know what else he could, what he could sell that would net. Cooper Cubs. I can say he wants Mike Gusecki. Yeah. He wants a tight end for sure. Well, I mean, so it sounds like he's he's two and one now. Is he two and one or is he? He's he's one and two. He's one and two two with an extra hockey point. He got, he stole a hockey point last week. So he's, he's sitting at three, three president's cup points. how How do you guys feel about Cooper Cup? And that could be a piece that he could easily move because he's not getting any younger. He signed a contract, obviously. Yeah, he just signed a three-year con- three-year deal. Yeah, but he's playing well. He could be a, a sell high. Well, he's yeah, he's playing okay. He's got he just, I did sell high. Him literally this Tyler. Week or less. Yeah, 
I mean, I don't know. I, don't know. I was I was I definitely nervous about the end of last year, but I mean, he's he's probably getting fewer targets than he did last year, based on what I can see. But I mean, I don't know. I think he kind of just sit and hold. DJ Moore is also a disappointing a disappointment for him so far this year. Yeah, but ton to love in his two headed monster running back backfield with Nick Chubb and John Taylor. I mean, John Taylor. That felt so weird. John Taylor. Can we call him John Taylor? Should we start that? Coach, Coach All right, it's, it's Nicholas Chubb and John Taylor from here on out. Uh, I mean, and he's got to be happy that Kyler Murray's pretty much, said, you know, solidified his role as a oh, as Kyler Murray. one in the future. Yeah, I drooled about him last week, but I, I can do the same today. I it's three picks, though. It's three picks. It doesn't, doesn't matter. 21 points. No, nah, he's still – I mean, that's the thing. So, Will's team has so many young pieces that he can't – he can't – he's not a lot of selling pieces. The question is, can he contend? And I think – realistically, Will's probably going to sit pat, maybe buy a tight end for, you know, a second round pick or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he's going to, you know, Just play out, see, gonna play, play it out, see how it goes and see if he can sneak into the playoffs and make a run. Cause yeah. he's got a team that could win uh, any given week, you know? And I mean, talk about young pieces. He's got Frank Gore in the backfield. He does have Frank Gore. Just the ageless he wonder. He significantly skews his team teammates. <laughs> yeah. Give us some veteran presence in the locker room. I love what you're doing there, Chubb Daddy. All right, let's move to Svek's team. Yeah. Underperformed wildly. Wow. A lot of that, most of that, all of that stems from the disappointing performance from the Ravens. And how many bottles of Maker's Mark did Svek down last night between the Stars losing the series or the Cup? And the Ravens disappointing. He's, he's and definitely self recovery. And his fantasy team. He's got yeah. a, a whole lot of losses. He's recovering for sure. Yeah, Marquise yeah. Brown, Mark Andrews, Jared Cook all scored under four whole points. Bunch of Three yeah, tight end set. Three tight end set this week from Spec. Hayden Hurst pulled off six point six points and you're one like, catch. okay. One, one catch, catch, one test touchdown. <laughs> one yard, one touchdown. Pulled off a uh, a Mike Evans stat line. Um Julio Jones, obviously a big, big bummer hurt. Yeah. Also good call gains three tight end set. I th- I'm pretty sure this mu- this has to be one of the only times we've seen it, but we've seen it twice this week. Once with Jason paid off for Jason and once with spec, big stinker for spec combined for less than what? 12 points. Yeah. Points also the, um, I think Giraffe mentioned, uh, that, TJ Hawkinson was sitting on his bench. He didn't even go with the right tight end. He was his high scoring tight end. <laughs> four tight ends. He started three of them, and they were all did worse than TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, his bench didn't really perform well either, though. He was the, he, team, he was the yeah. highest scorer with seven point three. So I mean, this is a this is so when you think about it, right? If you're playing the odds games here, Specs team usually wins if the Ravens and Falcons play well, and they usually offensively, and he'll lose games if they don't. So, yeah. but they Ravens, usually play the well. Are a good team. Yeah, the Ravens usually play well. So yeah, I, mean, I saw the stat. Team. That's the stat is Lamar Jackson's twenty-one and one all time against teams that are not the Chiefs. So they got the Chiefs game out of the way this year. Spec took the L. They're two and one, sitting in seventh place. But a lot to he'll, like still about. He'll Spec's take the L. He'll take the L on the bye week as well. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, true. You said you mentioned last week that um, the Falcons and Ravens have the same bye week. No, they do not. That was a that, that was an unresearched hunch. Okay, so he may have two. He may have. I did. Well, else. I did see. I did see when I was scanning through because I was 
tucking trades with spec. And uh, I saw that one of his bye weeks lines up uh, with a matchup against RJ. So he might be able to squeak that one oh, out. So. Oh. And it's actually a week that RJ has some buys as well. So I'm, I think, uh, I think uh, he'll be fine. Still in his once, again, yeah. once again, spec does uh, spec only rosters two quarterbacks. So he is at prime I, injury risk in at the quarterback position. But, yeah, uh, he could he could drop down know. those power rankings pretty quick. Um, uh, yeah, let, have RG3. I want to move on, but I actually yep. I really have to pee. So can you give me like 25, 30 seconds? All right, so that break was a forty five second pee, and it was sponsored by Glade. Um, you ever take a pee and you know, you squeak one out and you fart and then people come into the bathroom right after and they're like, wow, he just pooped. But you're like, no, it was a pee. I promise. Glade got your back. A little spritz. They'll never know. Yeah. And with that, we can move to the f- fifth matchup between Chris Johns and Shawnee B. Yucky, yuck, 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 yuck. Whole bunch of yucky, yuck. Did he redeem himself? Absolutely not. Did the yuckies no. redeem himself? The yuckies looked as gross oh. as ever. Oh. Let's get a collective applaud. gag. Guys, everyone gag yourself right now. Three, two. <laughs> <laughs> gross. All right. Uh, moving on to matchup six. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's spend a minute. Todd Gurley bounced back. That's good to see from Sean. Brian Hill, looked, Brian Hill looked better. Ryan Hill had an amazing run. Had did he have more than just that one yeah, great run? He did. He did. He did. Oh, he a Shraf, Shraf quick to correct me because he's a proud Brian Hill owner. Shraf, hey, look, that was, tell me about your man. Well, you know, Brian Hill's had some problems in the past. I know he hasn't made it on every team, but I just feel like he was out there for the taking. I mean, uh, a handcuff to to someone like Gurley who just can't really take the full load. I mean, it seems it seemed obvious, but I mean, I guess Sean's rolling with Edo Smith, so. He had nine carries, 58 yards. I mean, 35 of those on one carry. A catch for 22. Yeah. I mean, it's not nothing special, not not starter worthy at all, but really just hurts Sean more than anything. Sean had a really questionable managerial decision. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I was about to say that. Too. I was going to say that. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're all looking at the same thing. You have to start Jarek McKinnon. He was, yeah, yeah, and he promoted Josh Kelly off his taxi squad to start him. He See, could I have easily yeah. yeah. thrown Jarek McKinnon in there, saved an extra roster spot while he's, you know, trying to add more pieces i also do not like ty hilton this year at all he just he's he been bad. he's been out there on like 40 percent of snaps too it's like not only are the targets not there just the the snaps aren't there like he's, he's not on the love field that. and as love, a uh, as 40 percent love those tidbits yeah it's probably wrong by like 30 yeah, percent that's good yeah in either and, direction uh, confidence interval confidence level 95 percent yeah. <laughs> I also like the LaVisca start particularly because he's a Thursday night play and who the hell doesn't love cracking one open and just watching a Thursday night game rooting for yeah, you. I like the play. The I'm not going to lie. I like the play. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, disappointing, disappointing line, of course, but, you know. Should we, should we pile on, Sean? I mean, he's got Trubisky in there, too. Oh. And A.J. Green, I mean, he's getting out snapped by Higgins. He doesn't look right. I mean, Jimmy that's a Graham, target share thing, Jimmy though. Graham. I, I like sat the, on Jimmy Graham last week, and Jimmy Graham put up. He put up this week. You know what? I'll go on record, though. Jimmy Graham's still not a good start, Sean. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Boom. Sean, we love you, bro. But he, didn't, yeah, okay. he doesn't even have another tight end. No, I know. Sean, absolutely. Yeah, he, yeah, he absolutely had to He does have Chad Henney, though. He did pick up Chad Henney. He uh, is the proud owner of Chad Henney. 
good. Tom Brady, awesome. 24 points. Good show. Tom Brady looks good. Like yeah, that. So, Miles Sanders yeah. projected 17 points. Wow. The ESPN rankings likes likes him a lot. That's nice. It's kind of crazy, man. This That's is kind of, kind of crazy all around. Like, looking at Sean's team, not to pile on, but all right, buy or sell. What are we thinking, boys? I mean, he doesn't – as someone who's talked to him, I mean, he's still thinking about buying, so I don't, I don't know. He's I mean, definitely thinking well, about I'm, buying. I have no idea how he scored 120 points. I'm just, like, looking at this, and I still don't it, understand. How the math it's, doesn't yeah. quite add up. It's Tom yeah. Brady and Jimmy Graham. Um, Tom Brady was probably deflating some scores. Mitch, I don't know. Mitch Trubisky's not here anymore. I don't understand how he could compete with – Well, I mean, he does have Devontae Adams on the bench right now. but He does. That's true. But at this point, I think and you gotta, you got you to – he does have Devontae Adams and Kittle. That's true. But I don't know how long they're out for, what their deal is. But I think right now you got to let your young folks fly. you got to see what you have in them. It's also a little bit disappointing from Shawnee not selling Malcolm Brown when he had the chance because yeah. now he's, his value is way lower. Um, Same with, with A.J. Green. Anderson coming A.J. Up. Green's not doing anything either. Yeah, AJ like, Green, A.J. Green point. is – AJ Green's, we talked about draft team last week, uh, Grant, about Julian Edelman just being a, a lifer yeah. on your team. You know what I mean? I feel like at this point, AJ Green is kind of the same thing. And I feel the like, same way about T.Y. Hill, honestly. Who's going to trade for T.Y.? I, I would have traded AJ Green for AJ Green, I mean, for a lower price going into this year. But... Going into the season, yeah, yeah but after yeah. what you've seen. Especially as a Bengals fan, I would have wouldn't have mind. And he's also got Devontae Freeman, who debuted and just <laughs> – a big, a big namesake there. I don't a, big, think, a big yucky yuck. I don't think anybody's playing Giants backs for the rest of the year. <laughs> mm, yeah. Also, it's Boston something. Scott is supposed to be a pretty good backup this year. He's not getting a ton of touches. But, Sean, Shrap, you, you, you're looking great, man. You're looking great. Shrap, what's your take on A.J. Green watching all the Bengals games? Is he looking I mean, right? Look, or what's he's he, got uh, one route. It's a slant, and he bodies the guy. And sometimes, you know, he can, he can still make that catch. He's still a big body. But, I mean, like I said, T. Higgins is leading – leading the team in routes run. Tyler Boyd is the, is the target between, you know, the 20s or so. Um, you know, they throw Joe Mixon and, and Giovanni Bernard. I mean, there's a lot of targets to go out there. I mean, Burrow through 60 times. So, I think he'll, you know, get 10 points quite a few weeks. But, I don't know. I guess he hasn't yet. So, You, you know who's a low-key sell candidate for uh, Sean Bassett? Might get some value out of selling Will Lutz. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of high scoring kickers this week, dude. I'm kind of eyeing Will Lutz. I could be interested well, in Will with, Lutz. with your boy Young Who. Yeah, Young Ho. Young Ho. Young doubtful moving forward. So I'm, I'm, in, the, I'm in the kicker market. Should we, right, let's uh, should we talk to, about the high score for this week? Yeah, let's move to Chris Johns's high score. He's flying. not the high score. 154 the player, points. The player. Uh, the player. Patrick Mahomes. He's good, man. I really like Johns's lineup. I mean, top, top to bottom, the, yeah. top to bottom, they had a, just an incredible week. How, see, actually, same question that Schraff posed, but opposite. How are how did Johns only score one fifty four? Looking at I got his, it. Wait, 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 Jake Butker. I'm here. I'm here for it. Ready for this? Ready for this in depth analysis we got here? And I was looking at this yesterday. Okay. Chris Johns had one, two, three, four, five touchdowns. Five touchdowns of the one yard variety. Of the one-yard variety. He had five touchdowns that were only one yard. Oh. Kind of incredible when you think about it. Yeah. Does that, you mean in his starting lineup, does Rex Burkhead play into this at all? No, not, Rex Burkhead did not. He had five players in his starting lineup. Zeke had, had a one-yard touchdown. Tyler Lockett had two one-yard touchdowns. Mike Evans had two catches, 
two one yard touchdowns. Mike Evans with the goal line. So he was just getting the six pointers and not a lot of the. Uh, you're if, kidding, if you're Mike, e- how. Mike Evans' stat line is hysterical. That's yeah. the most efficient. And even week, if, points you, points you, if you go to week one, it's even funnier. That's incredible. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Rex Burkett on the bench. Rex Burkhead on the bench. Let's talk for a second about Jonu Smith, who it was evident that John's weakness going into the season was his lack of tight end talent, depth, what have you. And Jonu Smith, the second ranked tight end. Yeah. I mean, albeit AJ Brown's out, so there are more mouths to feed, but or less mouths to feed, more targets to go around. Jonu to feed. Jonu, I mean, incredible. This this past week, five receptions, sixty one yards, twelve fantasy points. I mean, yeah. uh, or wait, eight fantasy points. I was looking at his yeah, average good. catch. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, the more I look at this, this team looks like it's you know poised for a pretty but, solid run. I mean, he's got to be thrilled. Peterson also got twenty-two carries yesterday. Yeah, Lockett, ridiculous. His his starting lineup is good. Once again, my biggest concern with Chris Johns' team is no the la- he doesn't he doesn't he's got one quarterback named Patrick Mahomes right now. Besides Jeff Petriscoll, who got benched, and Drew Locke, who's on the IR, or he's out for a couple of weeks. So, I mean, he should, buy, he should buy. He should be buying. He should be selling this first round pick and trying to get something. And should be trying it's to get so something. True. It's so true. Because this is the says Patrick Mahomes, Zeke, and Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon will be better. He's I feel like he's a – if I was – Let me ask this, Gaines. Let me ask this, Gaines and Schreff. What do you think Nick Foles' value is? I mean, that could be a pretty suitable candidate, especially for Johns in the short term if he's just looking to stop the bleeding with Drew Locke. But at the same time, if Johns is going to spend – if Johns is going to spend, like, draft picks on a quarterback, he might – he doesn't have another quarterback. So – he might be looking to get one that has. Well, that's what I'm asking. I, what I, do you I think? guess he's got Drew Locke. So, I, yeah, Nick Foles might be a suitable replacement. Don't not. I don't want I mean, to put it in his it's, head. It's <laughs> I mean, apparently, Dobkin's committed to the South. So, yeah. And I mean, Jake, Jake, you have you have quarterbacks to spare, also. I've got plenty of quarterbacks to spare. To spare if uh, if he wants to come a knocking. I mean, yeah, Johns knows that I have one, but he doesn't seem very interested. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's a very short-term loaner, too. So I guess that's in the same Nick I mean, Foles category. If you're not getting many bites on, on Breeze, I doubt Jason's having, you know, people line up for, for Nick Foles. Yeah, a lot of people running with two quarterbacks. I mean, I think – I mean, you know, I'm sure most of them will be fine, but better to get It's better to get your backup quarterback now before the, uh, before the injuries hit and the, and the prices skyrocket. Do you yeah. guys think that Tyler Lockett got laid Sunday night? I don't know. If there were a day to lose your virginity, it's after you put up 100 yards and three scores, right? Is he still holding on to it? Is it I don't know. I don't know. That, was, that article came out many years ago, right? No, uh, a year ago. One a year ago? Year ago. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Honestly, I hope not. I hope he's staying strong. Me too. Yeah, yeah I love it. I love it. Because he's performing fantastic, and I don't I want, want to. I, I don't want to be focused. I also want to be his first. <laughs> so holding out for that. Um, Will Fuller played pretty well despite yeah. tearing his hammy. So <laughs> yeah, Ugh. every week you got to hold your breath. Yeah, got to hold your breath, but he's, <laughs> he's like eleven good. pounds. Johnson needs Mike Evans to score more than one yard touchdowns. <laughs> so, like a two like, yard touchdown wouldn't kill you, right? 
Come on, Mikey. All right, let's move on to the uh, primetime matchup of the week. Absolute shootout, not barn burner, as I was corrected yesterday, um, between the Jakes. And who better to introduce it than one of the Jakes? Winning Jake. The winning Jake? You're the winning Jake? Jake Gaines, commissioner of the yard and owner of the Yard Goats, won by how much? Two point. Just about two points to against uh, the Tiger Kings, uh, Jake Cancer, and this one came down to Tyree Kill versus Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Mom was rooting for the Chiefs because she does not like the Ravens, and I am with her. So we were rooting for the Chiefs, but she was rooting, she was cheering when Clyde Edwards-Alaire got the ball, and I didn't like that, so I, I, I told her to. To not do that. Um, but, Lori. Lori should know better. Isn't she a listener of the pod? Didn't she know you had a tough, a tough matchup? She knew I had a tough matchup. She came in here before, uh, before we went on the air and gave me a, a, a fist bump. She said, <laughs> good win. Good win yesterday. I said, thanks, Mom. Can I, can I say one thing about the, uh, the Monday night announcers? It's Steve Levy. Levy? Levy. Steve Levy. Steve yeah. Levy. Did you guys notice how he said Clyde's last name? Keeler? Elair, Elair, is that how? He, that must be how he likes it, right? Clyde, Clyde Edwards, Elair. Elair. Yeah, I'm sure that's what it is. Yeah, it must be. He didn't pronounce the H, which is good. I know that's yeah. right. Elair. But he was really emphasizing it. I loved it. Every time he yeah. touched the ball, he was like Elair. Yeah. All right. Anywho. <laughs> also, wait, side side note on Monday football. Shout out Lewis Riddick, who got the job. I love Lewis Riddick. He's he's my favorite. He's got great analysis. So. Yeah. Those are it's good. good. Uh, good. Not as good as Theo Riddick, who was a a, a long time Grant's Grant's guy. <laughs> Lou Riddick, not quite as good as Theo Riddick. No, not Lou right Riddick. A, a worse fantasy stream than Theo Riddick, <laughs> yeah. unless you get points for like animated game calls, because then Lou Riddick might be a you know. Well, just good takes. Sleeper. He's got educated takes. Yeah. Like Agreed. I, I like it. It's a, it's a cleaner watch than watch, watching Jason Witten stumble over every single word he's ever learned. All right, back to the matchup. Back to the back to the matchup. Uh, so yeah, this is final score here was one forty nine point one to one forty seven point six eight. So this was as close as it gets between two top three or power rankings teams last week. Um, Russell Wilson is MVP, right? Right now. Or Josh Allen. Yeah, no, it's got to be Russ. I know it's Russell Wilson. I'm just messing around. I'm mean, fantasy wise, Josh Allen's right behind yeah. him, but but yeah, but Russell I, Wilson. NFL MVP wise, Russell Wilson looks like the best star. I mean, he's yeah. a star. Yeah, superstar. What else? Even. What else jumps out from this matchup for you guys? Oh, this is such a juicy one. I mean, I feel like I could spend you know five minutes on each player. So actually, I'm I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> I DK Metcalf could have exploded for more still put up 17 points. Ridiculous. Upsetting that for you gains that Chris Godwin's out your wide receiver core, wide receiving core getting thinner and thinner with that trade, especially with Debo and Cortland gone, but they were obviously not, they were like a week to week situation, but your team looks really good. I mean, you have to be super pumped at what you're putting together, especially gaining Derek Henry, who, Derek yeah, Henry won, won me the week. So. Thrust, yeah, thrust into your lineup puts up a 26 spot. That's remarkable. Josh Jacobs, disappointing, but just such a good running back. I mean, definitely yeah, was, a yeah. – I test. I test for sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, this is the, the, the ultimate win-down team. It's an 
you know, it's pretty much humming on all cylinders, but you're a, little, you're a little thin on the quarterback position. I mean, are you, are you looking to shore that up at all? Or are you just going to, you know, ride with these guys? Well, I would be looking to shore it up for sure. But the thing is, Ryan Fitzpatrick, if he has the job the entire year, I'm perfectly fine with Ryan. He's a great fantasy player. Yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah. He's, he, he just flings it, man. So who are, you, who are you starting next week? Do you have any more confidence in, in Wentz after his performance? Um, he had a decent fantasy performance, but he didn't have a great performance. No, he did in not real play life. well. So yeah. I, don't, I don't really have a ton of confidence in, in Wentz right now. I do have confidence in Wentz long term. I'll be honest. Like out of all the guy, out of all the quarterbacks on my team, from a long term value perspective, I think I have the most confidence in Carson Wentz. Also, I, I, I like how is that actually saying? Well, it's not saying much because my long my <laughs> quarterbacks don't look fantastic. But if you hear it from, but I hear in the streets that they're they're coming up. I hear that Dwayne Haskins and Sam Darnold are we, about to blossom yeah. and you want to be the one buying them right well, now. You want I'm, to. I'm not on the same street as you. At least I'm not hearing murmurs of Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. In fact, yeah. Shrey and I were texting back and forth quite um, passionately about how bad he is. So <laughs> he just looks super unsure of himself in the pocket. The second he hikes the ball, he's locked in on, on B, on the outside guy. And just if he's not open, he's getting sacked. It's just – yeah, not loving, not loving his progression, but we'll see. I'm still, maybe, still out on, of course. Yeah, maybe, maybe we can, we can find some, uh, find some Haskins buyers. But if not, you know, I'll, I'll hold, I'll hold. I'm, I don't have yeah. a problem. You got to, you got to guy. On the flip side, Kinser has to love what he's seen out of Joe Burrow. Schraff, a longtime sad Bengals fan. What do you, what do you like from Joe? Yeah, it's a very sad Bengals fan. Um, well, we're really hoping the Reds maybe can break. You know, break the curse. But yeah, I don't think it. Don't think it's gonna Playoff be Bengals this year. Uh, Burrow, yeah, obviously looks good. They they run a pretty vanilla West Coast offense, so it's a lot of you know short throws. But um, yeah, he looks strong in the pocket. He's always got his eyes upfield when he gets out of the pocket. But man, the offensive line is, is bad. He got absolutely clocked yesterday oh. on Sunday. I don't know if you guys saw that. Um, you know, he could be injured before the year's over. So he looks like a strong guy, but you know, hey. If that if that's what happens, I don't know how confident he feels starting Baker week to week. But I mean, you got to be happy with like Daryl Henderson Jr. That's another running back that he can probably plug he, and play. I mean, that's that's good looking out by Kinsler because he has Cam Akers. But yeah, that was really smart control getting control of the the Rams backfield. I mean, with I mean, Sean Henderson, sad Malcolm Brown, Henderson Jr. Uh, Daryl Henderson Jr. Who I traded him. I'm a huge fan of Daryl Henderson Jr. He was PFF's number one rated uh, running back last week. So, Aaron Jones isn't looking too bad either. So, wait, he was rated higher than Aaron Jones last week. In in week three, yeah, this week. Oh, this, this week. week. Okay, this week. Sorry. Wait, uh, what does that mean, PFF? So, Pro Football Focus, they they like rate players based on every play that they make. Oh, okay. So, I test plus football, data. Football, yeah, perspective. Well, uh, yeah, it's I, I data, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, he's, he's plugging him into – if, if his roster stands for, for this week, he's, he's plugging him in against, against Grant's guy's got game. So, yeah. he's, he's I mean, in the flex spot. Are you worried know. about David Montgomery? Not Yeah. No, I mean, David Montgomery's fine. He's, he's average, but you're going to keep playing him because the, the workload's there. So I also think – David Montgomery should see brighter days with Nick Foles under center. Like I think the the you know 
the field will open up a bit for him. Yeah, he might be a legitimate third, three down back now with Tariq Cohen out also. I mean, you have Cordero Patterson, but. <laughs> Grant, between these two, who's your, who's your horse to, uh, to take the title? Do you think it's one of these two teams? Do you think this is a preview? No. No. That's all I'll say. <laughs> no. Just curious. I think uh, I think we'll really. I'm re- I mean, I'm really looking forward to next week's matchup between. So we have two matchups that are really important next week, and for complete opposite reasons. You have Schraff, who is 0 and 3, going against RJ, who's 0 and 3. So whoever loses that game has serious front. I mean, front runner status for um, Trevor Lawrence. You're in the drivers yeah. there. Yeah. Not saying that Schraff. I think your team's talented enough to win a few games, even accidentally. But yeah, and then on the opposite on the opposite end, you have me at sitting at three and zero, number one in the league, going against Kinser, who's two and one, but also has a hockey point, who is so makes him tied with you gains for second in the league, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. I mean, that's a for you, that's AJ a, Brown might not be playing next week. I mean, I don't have and, Christian and McCaffrey, Le'Veon Bell, Chris Carson. I, I don't think well, that's. I think he's, he's also got Smith Schuster as well, so he might be. Uh, is he out? Juju's out, or hurt? well, I'm saying he's. COVID game. Oh, yeah, well, true. <laughs> Which we can actually talk about now since we're, we're done with the matchups. Whoa, 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 whoa. one second, Grant. I got right. one plug that I would like to make. Go ahead. Uh, Look it up. Because if there's anybody that looks better than he's looked his entire life, it's Sony Michelle. Nine carries, 100-something yards. He broke two huge he looks good, man. He looks good. All right. Now trade, is the time for, to buy. Now is the time Michelle. to buy. Yeah. I, I, I will note that Rex Burkhead also had 700 fantasy points this week. So. Yeah, he poached all of Sony's touchdowns. So think about all the upside. Well, if it's not Rex <laughs> poaching, it's going to be Cam poaching or James White poaching. Hey, nine carries, yeah. 100 yards. Be more efficient. I dare you. It's true. I mean, that's a, that's a dominant performance right there. True, true. All right, let's transition to something that was all on our minds when we were starting the season, which is really, is the season going to A, happen, and B, finish? Are we going to see it through and have reports, gains, you can take it away, but reports that the Titans are and the Vikings are not having football, in-person football activities? Yeah, so there's – I think the NFL knew this could happen and it was probably going to happen at some point. But, you know, we did our, our due diligence as a league to kind of set up some, some, some protocols just in case the league, you know, doesn't finish. And we, we voted on 11-game season – or an 11-game threshold for the season to count and for payouts to happen and for champions to be crowned and, <laughs> uh, and for, you know, your standard draft rules to apply. Uh, but if it doesn't reach that threshold, then, you know, we would do, uh, some kind of, you know, make adjustments to our, to our draft process and we wouldn't do payouts. But, uh, the one thing that we didn't really talk about is what happens in, in a week where one game is canceled or one game is postponed. Is that, because in that case, and we didn't think about this, but like that, that would impact your fantasy week. We could have big names missing out. Um, yeah, I guess we didn't factor it into the standings, yeah. but it was factored into your um, your power rankings where you were talking about depth 
and issues of that sort. So it has been, I mean, I think it's always just been an understanding that it would almost be used as a second bye week. Of course, that's uh, a point of discussion that we can have, but it does obviously give an unfair advantage to, for example, if Kinser is unable to start Juju. That's, a, I mean, that's super unfair, but let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I some no decisions have been made and, you know, it's still an open discussion, you know, that we can all have because we haven't put anything down writing. But it does seem that if it's only one game, maybe it can be, you know, maybe we can just move past it. But I mean, it does seem like it might be something that pops up again. So, and also I've seen, I've seen things like the Steelers having a bye week now and then changing their bye week later. So they'll be playing. So if it hurts Kinser's team now, not playing Juju, he'll gain that week theoretically. I don't think it would be like a week 18 situation. I, I believe in the NFL's scheduling uh, powers to make it work, but it, I think it, it might be a little serendipitous to have that work. So maybe not, maybe I'm walking back everything I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess there's nothing we can really do. We just got to yeah. wait and see how it plays out, but could, uh, could definitely throw some wrenches into the season uh, and yeah. could, could impact matchups, but, the one thing I'm pretty confident about given the NFL and just like the powerhouse that it is and the, the billion dollar industry that it is, is that the season will happen. Yeah, I mean, we voted, I the, our threshold was 11 games, as you said, but there, I mean, if it's pushed back a few weeks, that's one thing. I don't see the cancel the, the season being canceled because of just the money at stake. Yeah, 11 games will be played. Yeah, it's just no a matter shot. of the matchups yeah. and how they play out and how it affects Imagine Jerry Jones. Imagine Jerry Jones being like, but the health of our players. No. Come yeah. on. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, we'll monitor that. Yeah. Put a pin in it. Put a pin in it, lad. Do we we don't yeah. have any do we not have any bits? Right? <laughs> no. no bits. I think we've we've talked about pretty much everything. Yeah, we've we've, we've bit it up. We've chewed all over the place. We've uh, we've been we've to heard, so many slim we've heard on the streets that, that Tony Michelle is a buy now candidate. Yeah. Michelle, buy now. Dwayne Haskins, buy now. Very talented lads that you could have. Two breeze by now, huh? Yeah. Look at that arm. Lively arm. See, that is the that's the perk of having this podcast. You get airtime to to talk about your buy now candidates. Straff, that was a really good managerial decision to reach out and say and schedule something with your agent to get on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean we've loved uh, having you. Drew 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 wants to go to a contender. We've loved having you. We're super excited to go through the power rankings with you, which Shraf, actually, would you, would you do the honors? Kick us off. We're, we're, yeah, going, start. we're going bottom to top. Yeah, I think uh, no surprise about who we see at the bottom, and uh, that's going to be RJ Walton. And, you know, the good thing for RJ is no matter which way we cut, you know, we cut it with COVID, he's, he's going to get the first pick. So he can pretty safely put in his pocket that Trevor Lawrence is going to be headed his way. I don't see myself losing to him this week, but you know. Ooh, that's locker room <laughs> talk. RJ. So I feel really bad not having go. RJ on the podcast. I mean, it's, like a, it's, a, it's a Kenny Galladay revenge game, so I could be in trouble there. I think Kenny's Ooh, a little Kenny mad Galladay. that I traded one of my young players for a, for a, for a, a bum running back, but we'll see. <laughs> a bum running that, back. That, was, also that, that was the trade last year that seemed the most consequential and just turned out to not matter at all. I mean, other than I guess RJ's got Kenny Galladay, Kenny but I guess Galladay, no one yeah. no one's made an offer for him yet. So yeah, but he he's on his way out. Just a, a, another game, another good game or two, I bet. 
Would you yeah. take Would you take Trevor Lawrence first if he goes to the Jets? Yes. Are you confident in the Jets? I wouldn't. If I'm RJ, uh, if I'm RJ, and I think he's expressed this too, he may be interested in moving the number one pick. But I'm I'm all in on Trevor Lawrence. I just I don't know how much I'd want to move the number one pick. If, you know, unless you're sure that Lawrence isn't going first. I mean, given his quarterback situation, I feel like you just gotta. Unless he's getting he's a quarterback, Herbert. I guess. In the I mean, he just drafted Herbert in love, though. He did just invest last year's draft in some quarterbacks. I mean, if yeah, quarterbacks if are he's good, you at, trade them. If he's looking at Kinser's blueprint, I mean, Kinser wasn't in need of a quarterback at all, and he took Joe Burrow. Obviously flipped Daniel, Daniel yeah. Jones for Aaron Jones, which was a great trade for him. But, yeah, um, yeah. I, I'm, go, I'm going best yep. available if I'm RJ, for sure. Uh, number 11, we have – a very special person, Nick Schraffenberger, one of our, our guests on the pod today. And this, I, even if RJ upsets Schraff, I think the, the standings may stay in week four, RJ 12 power rankings, Schraff 11, but remains to be seen. Not much to like from Schraff's team. He's, he's a sell team for sure. Not much to like. Not much Some to like. On my team. Nothing to like. There's actually a lot. I disagree. Draft team sucks. Like. Can't convince me otherwise. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm starting zero zero running backs. Yeah, it's a zero RB strategy. He just traded yeah. Derrick Henry, and he's got a big Leonard Fournette. You know. Well, Gaines, you, you've you've plugged this a lot. That there are eleven super competitive teams in this league. Schraff's team is hanging on by a thread to be called competitive just by virtue of being zero and three. But, right. um, but yeah, hey, you clearly have talent in your team. It up so yeah there's a lot to like about your team it's just you're sitting at 11 i do have two starting quarterbacks which makes you always a little bit competitive yeah sure. three starting is that what you said three three starting quarterbacks well yeah but two guys who actually i mean like yeah two guys who can score a good amount of points you three you're selling yeah. yourself short there Shaf. you, you have three well, starting two quarterbacks. that i can two that i can <laughs> what do you plug say in two that i can plug in you have three you have three quarterbacks. I'm just it's, saying, it's, yes, I have three. Okay, I agree. You could easily plug Drew Brees and not bat nine. He's no, 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 I agree. I'm saying if I can only play two. I'm saying in any week <laughs> I have two quarterbacks I can play that will get me, you know, roughly. Uh, so that's a weird way to say it. It's uh, very it's, strange. I think even, just, even, even on bye weeks, man. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Sorry, sorry to our listeners for that confusing take. Yeah, I'm definitely not cutting it either. The we people, definitely didn't. The people we didn't deserve bet that. We didn't bet that take. We'll get a referendum on that. The, yeah, I don't want that take to reflect poorly on the amazing operations that Jake and I are running here at PFP. So let's just swiftly move along. Gaines, would you do the honors? Number yeah, 10. Yeah, so number 10, I'd <laughs> gladly do the honors. Uh, we got Sean Bassett slotting in at number 10. There's a whole bunch of yucky yuck. And, <laughs> and that's I mean, his team George, name. It's not a hot take. To be fair, his, his team would be slotted into 11 if Kittle and Devontae Adams missed extended time. But I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt here because I think they're going to come back and he'll, they'll be all right. But yeah, I don't know. His team was 11 I, last is, week. He lost Mr. Trubisky and he lost Mr. Trubisky. So he's now, a, so if Shraff is a two, three quarterback team, Sean is now a two quarterback team. No, Shraff's and, a two quarterback team. Sorry. If Shraff <laughs> is now a two quarterback team, if Shraff is now a three quarterback team, Sean is a two quarterback team. So yeah, I don't sell. I'd sell. Yep. I'd sell. Okay. Shraft do the honors, number nine. Yeah, next we got Jason Dobkin, who we, we've gone over, doesn't know whether to buy or sell. I mean, he's already committed, potentially, but still think his team's competitive. He's got two running backs who are scoring tons of points, which means, 
I don't know. Maybe maybe running backs don't have a long shelf life, so we'll we'll see what he ends up doing. Yeah, again, like James Robinson a lot. Twenty-two year old, undrafted free eight free agent, undrafted rookie. What was that? Undrafted rookie free agent. Undrafted yeah. rookie free agent. Illinois yeah, State. a lot of adjectives, but I'm super. I'm keeping an eye on him. It's just he's fun to watch and root for. You gotta you gotta root for the guy. So, um, not for trade bait or anything, but just yeah, I look forward to watching James Robinson develop. Uh, moving right along to number eight, and this is notable that it's flipped from last week. So last week, Jason Dobkin was sitting at eight, Wilmot nine. Also notable, these power rankings were done in about 45 seconds. So don't, take, don't take anything to heart. Um, it was all eye test, no data. Will the Thrillmont sitting at number eight? He has a solid team. Number eight is very much in contention to make a playoff run. Got his first win this week. Scored a lot of points last week, so he's sitting at one and two, but I like what he's doing, and we decide, we discussed earlier, he's probably going to wait and see how things uh, play out, but could also be a buy candidate if he wants to shore up that tight end position. Yeah, he's got, he's got young pieces. Yeah, he's got Reese's pieces. I regret that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number seven. Uh, we got Trey Mittal. That's elite QBs, a mediocre Q, elites and mediocre QBs. Uh, and I'll take I'll take this one. I I beefed up. I I fucked up. I I had Trey at four last week, and boy was I wrong. His team just doesn't. They don't have it. I thought Kamara has it. Kamara has it, but I don't know if I'm ready to. I don't know what I'm doing with, if I'm Shrey right now. Is this I just the don't biggest, like OBJ. I think this is the biggest slide. Shrey at four last week, Shrey at seven this week after a, a bad performance to a bad team. So I don't know if I'm overreacting to a bad performance, but it's, it's definitely a and – and granted, Shrey also put up like 125 points or something like that, so it wasn't like a terrible performance. But it just didn't look inspiring. And Deontay Johnson wasn't even like playing for half of it. So yeah. maybe I'm overreacting but I just feel a little bit bad because I, you know, backed him pretty good last week and, you know, came back to bite me. Came back to bite him, I guess. Yeah, next we got uh, Chris Johns and the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, he's, he's sitting pretty after, after last week. Mahomes, 40-point performance. Still rolling with two QBs. Maybe he'll shore that up, but I think uh, he's right in the middle of the pack. Can win any game for sure, but not at the top tier right now. And again, these these rankings were done pretty hastily. I would posit that five and six could be switched. Uh, sitting at number five is Steve McCollum. Um, we mentioned earlier two 150 plus point weeks, which is why he's he's sitting pretty in the top six. Um, yeah, a lot of talent needs to shore up his his quarterback position, but if he's relying on, they're very similarly built. Yeah, they are. You're so right. Yeah, I mean, this is just a, a flip of a coin, I guess, between five and six, Chris and, and Steve. But a lot, lots to like about Steve, especially when Raheem Mostert comes back, and he also just added depth with the, the move to get Gallup and Anderson. So we'll see if that pays off for him. I mean, Johnson's gone five, six, five, six, if I'm seeing that correctly. So he should be five next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so Chris bet on a win this week probably, and he'll be right back up to five. All right, coming in at number four, we have our only 3-0 and team in the league with Grant Whittington. 
So who was previously six. So he's moved up two spots and yeah, I mean, he bought Cam Newton and Chris Carson. So that's why he's, he's up there. And no, say more nice things about me. I say more nice things up. I mean, I can say more negative. You should have lost. You shouldn't be three and zero right now. You what? should have lost to Nicole in. I earned that. In, uh, <laughs> I earned that. Still lost to in week two. So, so that we're looking at a solid two and one team with a injured star, but a viable replacement in my games. And he yeah. just, uh, I mean, to to me, I think Grant's got the. He's got a good team. He's got a good team, but I don't think Thanks, he's Jake. at the same level of tier as the next three people i think that's a tier break i accept that potentially appreciate it we'll see what happens when cmc comes back i might i think grant could be uh right back in it yeah so uh next we have uh ben speck speck at number three at number three um bit of a drop from last week obviously had a massively disappointing performance uh sub 100 which is just not something you're you're used to seeing from a contender we do know he's prone to something like that Another guy who's running with only two QBs, um, just, I don't know, a lot of contenders doing that right now. Um, Noteworthy, actually. Jake, that could, that could be the difference between Speck and I, my, my move with, with uh, Cam. It could be. You, you have that extra quarterback. Speck doesn't have that extra quarterback. Yeah. I mean, we, I, I still no one wants to play Speck, especially any team that doesn't have, you know, really high firepower. You know, he can easily break 160, you know, any week. So, still scary, but a lot to – a lot to question after this week. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, proved that he was pretty susceptible to a, a bad performance. At number two, and this is kind of a drum roll moment, we have Jake Kinser. Down from number one last week after the loss to our commissioner, Jake Gaines. Kinser, a lot to like about his team. It's really hard to say anything negative aside from just couldn't eke out another you know, 1.5 points would easily be sitting at number one if he could have done that. So, um, yeah, let's, let's give the commish his own, his, his crown announcement. Yeah. I mean, I'm coming in at number one, the old self-wrecked number one, uh, <laughs> very unbiased opinion. And to be honest, I'm, I mean, there, I definitely have some weaknesses. Chris Godwin's out. Dallas Goddard's now out. Um, my, we've talked about how my quarterbacks could use a little bit of consistency, but uh, Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, and James Conner are kind of a wrecking ball crew of running backs that uh, I think can, can beat teams any week. So I'm, I'm confident rolling those guys out there. And, I, and DK Metcalf looks like, a, looks like a surefire wide receiver one Absolutely. Kind of every week. So, yeah, Lo- um, love that trade for you. It was DK for essentially Cam Akers, correct? And Daryl Henderson. And oh, too, so. okay. But I got Damian Harris, so we'll see. Uh, Damian Harris obviously not going to play uh, when he comes off the IR because Sony Michelle has solidified his uh, his role as the number one back last week. Good safety uh, play though. <laughs> Is he for sale? Gaines? Is he for sale? Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle? I don't know. I think I got to hold on to him. Oh wow. Okay. See how high his value can rise. Um, yeah, we're, we're, we're to the moon, baby. When I get um, uh, first name Rippin, Ripien, he's, he's, he's for sale. No, first name. I don't know it. Is it Brett? Brett. Brett when, I, yeah. when I get Brett Rippin, he's for sale. 
just shouting that out. That could be a contender's quarterback. That could be their third. Yeah, no doubt. He's a he's a good a good guy. He's a good guy. Got game. So so there's your power rankings and to back up the power rankings. Uh, our handy account Jason Dobkin actually just updated our our standings. So he knew. Uh, right now, if the season were to end today, Grant's guys and the Tiger Kings would have a bye, um, and then the yard goats team spec seller Jason Do- notable seller Jason Dobkin and Steve McCollum would be in the playoffs and so Chris Johns is, is gonna be would be your first snub. Oh outside looking in. Chris Johns might be time to make a move, bro. Might be time to make a move. Yep. We know he's a he's a um classic only listen to my segment podcast listeners. So he's he might be missing out on valuable information if he's if he's also snubbing the pod as as the standings are snubbing him. Anyway, Shraf, we so loved having you on the pod. Uh, your insights were invaluable, and we hope to have you back. Do you have any impressions of, of how things went today? Yeah, nothing but a professional operation that you all have here. Um, just looking forward to the rest of the year. You know, it's, it's, I think it's fun to be on the tanking side of things. You know, you're, you're putting out a lot of trades, and, uh, you know, both sides are fun. For those yeah, your, line, your, lines, yeah. your line's open. We'll, yeah, see, uh, we'll see how our what our numbers look like after after Shraff came on the pod. We'll see how uh, how the crowd, how the listeners react, and you know we'll do some analysis to see if yeah, this is a good it, move moving forward. If we want to bring you back on or not, um, this is we'll not going to be this is not going to be an eye <laughs> test thing. It's going to be strictly data driven. So the numbers speak for themselves. We'll see. This could get us one more female listener. Just saying. Is it Paola? Because we're not interested. We only want Becky's ears. <laughs> Grant, we right. can't. I'll just let's, let's not let's not plaster name all over Spotify here. Let's not get into Draft's personal life. <laughs> Paola right. lives at sixteen forty-two. <laughs> all right, love you guys. All right, what a great pod. We'll be back next week. Love Bye. you all.